Good morning and welcome to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. Hope that everybody had a wonderful holiday weekend and getting ready to finalize the year here, moving into New Year's. And uh, New Year's, I like to always do a show around uh, resolutions and intentions and um, and really, I think that setting resolutions are out and setting intentions are in. So this idea of, um, you know, skip the resolutions. And the reason why is that come New Year's, everybody gets fired up about setting their resolutions. They, um, you know, they write them down. They think about everything they're going to do. You know, November, or excuse me, January 1st, it's like, we're kicking off. What's gonna? We're gonna start the year off right. We're gonna do all these different things, and um, and we often on the list of resolutions, there's often a lot of things we want to stop doing versus things we want to start doing. So I'm gonna stop eating so many cookies. I'm gonna stop sleeping in. I'm gonna stop being unhealthy. Um, versus thinking about what we want. And so the um, the problem is when you frame, frame things negatively in terms of what you want to stop doing, it's not very fun to pursue those goals. It's uh, In fact, it ends up being a more negative experience and you tend to try to shy away from that uh, more than go after solving a problem because it's more fun to approach an opportunity or to try and um, leverage an opportunity than it is to to uh, solve a problem. So that's the first challenge with resolutions is if you've negatively framed them, they're not as fun to go after. So you'll already have kind of a a resistance factor in there. The other thing is, is that resolutions tend to be all at once. So it's like as of January 1st, I'm going to, um, you know, stop doing this, stop doing that, or I'm going to start going to the gym or what have you. And so after the first week, if you have fallen off the wagon at all, or if you haven't gotten a good start, then what happens is people tend to get discouraged. And then they, you know, by the end of January, if nothing's changed yet, it's like, well, forget it. It's a loss. I've already gone back to my old ways and my resolutions are, have, you know, I've failed. So since I've already fallen off the wagon. Now, um, the challenge with having all the resolutions at once is that Come January 1, first of all, January 1 is still a holiday, so we're still celebrating. Um, chances are we were up late the night before for New Year's Eve, so getting up early and going to the gym, if that's your resolution, is probably not high on your list. Um, it's also when we're the busiest. You know, that first week of January, chances are you've had time off from work, and or you've been kind of putting a few projects on the side because it was the end of the year and you had holiday stuff to get ready for, and so... Um, you know, we end up being really busy at the beginning of the year trying to work things out. Maybe you're working extra hours because you spent a bunch of money over the holidays for gifts and for experiences, and now you need to pay off your Christmas debt or your Hanukkah debt or whatever, Um, and, you know, you're picking up some extra shifts. And so now adding new things to your routine or changing your routine can become kind of hard. So, all, these are all reasons why I think resolutions are not a great thing. They just, um, I love the idea of using the new year and the energy behind the new year to be thinking about what you want to be different and to be using that, you know, kind of energetic momentum that the universe provides at the beginning of something to move towards a life that you want or, you know, changes in your life that you want. However, I, um, 
I just think that resolutions are a big buildup all at once and potentially end up with us failing and then feeling bad about ourselves, which then leads to, you know, maybe even worse choices, numbing with food, shopping, or alcohol, um, because we feel bad that we weren't able to nail our resolutions. So what I would suggest instead is to try setting intentions for the year. So why does this work? When you set intentions for the year, you think about by the end of, and I talked about this a little bit last week on last week's show, but when you get to the end of 2017, what do you want your life to look like? What do you want to be different? Think about um, what you want to do with this entire year versus what you're going to do in the first week of January. So think about where you're headed. Get crystal clear. Get your vision. I mean, perhaps you want to have um, a healthier body at the end of next year. Perhaps you want to have a happier marriage or finalize a project. Maybe you want to get a new job or get accepted into a school program. Maybe you want to sleep more or read more. Plenty of things that you might be thinking that you want to master this year or that you want to get better at. Um, And if you set the end of the year as your goal line, then you can work out uh, all the ways to get there throughout the year. And you can make incremental progress on your goals and move towards your goals versus trying to do it all at one time. So first step is to clarify what you want. Again, frame it positively. What do I want versus what I don't want? If I want to stop eating cookies all the time or stop eating so much sugar, then I want to be thinking about um, creating a healthier diet where I eat more vegetables or I choose more uh, low sugar foods. And so um, thinking about what you want versus what you don't want will give you direction on how to get there. Now, the other thing is while you're, um, once you clarify your intentions, once you clarify what you want to be different and you positively frame those, then you want to write, you want to write those intentions down. So think about uh, if I intend to sleep seven to eight hours a night. So by the end of 2017, I want to be on a regular sleeping pattern of seven to eight hours a night. Um, without having to work at it. I just want that to be part of my routine. I want to build my life so that I can get seven to eight hours of sleep every night. Uh, Or maybe it's I want to get seven to eight hours of sleep five to six days a week. So maybe give yourself a couple nights where you might have a short night. And think about what does that look like? Does it look like you going to bed earlier? Does that look like you getting up later? Um, Does that look like you having to say no to some TV, maybe, or having to find times during the day to read your book or to exercise that are different than when when you're doing it now? So think about what it looks like, and then ask yourself, what strategies will I employ to get there? So what kind of things am I going to do um, to help me get there? And one of the, when we're setting intentions or we're setting goals, one of the things that we typically do incorrectly is that we set goals um, and we pick one way to do it. So if I'm going to get eight, seven to eight hours of sleep a night, then perhaps I'm going to say I'm going to go to bed every night at nine. Well, that's great until your kids have a Christmas concert or a school function or a basketball game that goes until 1030 or until you get home from work at 8.30 and haven't had dinner yet and haven't done laundry and need some clean clothes for the next day. So um, 
So when you only have one strategy to reach your goal or to reach your intention, then if anything gets in the way of that one strategy or prevents you from using that one strategy, then oftentimes people can feel foiled. So if you can pick multiple strategies, like if I want to get seven to eight hours of sleep a night, I'm going to either go to bed at nine or I'm going to exercise in the evening so that I can sleep in an extra two hours in the morning, or I'm going to practice uh, taking naps midday. Maybe I'll take a 20-minute cat nap uh, to help me catch up to that seven hours, or perhaps I'm going to um, skip TV on nights where I have gotten home from work late. So those kind of things. Um, will help give you multiple pathways to get there. Same thing if you want to get healthier. Um, you can do that multiple ways. You don't have to just start going to exercise. You can start exercising. You can start eating healthier. You can start taking walks for your meetings. You can start taking walks at lunch. So there's, um, there's lots of ways that you can do that. So the key here is figure out what your intentions are and then think about what are different strategies that I can employ to get there. And then move towards those all year long. So if you don't, you know, kick off, maybe the maybe January 1st or January 2nd or even the whole first week of January, your job is not to start all these things. Maybe it's your job is to think about how to remove barriers, how to remove roadblocks from achieving these intentions. Maybe your job is to think about how you're going to reorganize your schedule. Maybe your job is to tie up loose ends or catch up in the first week of January. So the second week of January, you can start on your new regime. So um, being able to create a space where you are able to really move towards a goal all year long will allow you to fall off the wagon from achieving that goal or intention um, for a week or two here and there, but then get right back on and keep moving towards it versus trying to fix it all at one time and then not getting there. So um, so I would say, you know, resolutions are out, intentions are in, get back to what's really important to you, spend some time reflecting on it. We talked about that last week, reflecting on last year. Get clear about what you want to be different. Maybe it's one or two things. Maybe it's three or four things. It's up to you. But then work on moving towards that all year long. Work on making that part of your life. Work on making that sustainable so that by the end of next year, December 2017, you can be looking back and saying, wow, look at the progress I've made. I'm so proud of myself. So um, this is Alexis Robin. And we are talking about the bright side here. We've been talking about resolutions on KTHO Radio, 96.1 FM, 590 AM. The show is sponsored by P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence. You can find us on the web at plinkcoachingcenter.com. And check out our library page for lots of inspirational articles, uh, great images that you can share on your social media, and uh, meditations if that's what your intention is this year to start being more mindful. You can start on our library page for free with some five-minute meditations after lunch. Um, lots of good stuff there for you. Thanks so much. Have a happy new year. We'll talk to you next week. And uh, may you have a wonderful last week of 2016.